Oi, oi, I'm Jimmy Bullard, and this is me old muck of Fenners. We're back together, son. How are you? Hey, Bully, great to be back working with you. What are we doing here, though? We're starting a football club in podcast form. The only thing we know, it's called FC Bullard. After that, it's all up for grabs. So, we haven't got any players, we haven't got a kit, we haven't got a club badge, we haven't got a stadium. Correct. FC Bullard. Welcome to the club. This is a crowd podcast. But what's occurring? What's occurring, but um, well, I'll tell you what's not occurring me joining you on a lap of Spain, mate. Um, <laughs> we might as well uh dive straight into it, not beat about the bush, eh? But that's one thing that's not occurring. Yeah, I noticed you've had um, a bit of a haircut as well, oh, mate. I've gone all in for this welter, and yeah, didn't make the cut. Uh, if you're wondering what he's talking about, yes, I did shave my head ready for the Vuelta. So uh, it's a bit, I said to you before, didn't I? It's a bit like that, um, I'm sure everyone will know it, that Homer Simpson emoji where he's like, walks back into the hedge and says, nope. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, mate, if, yeah. If, if I'm honest, um, no, I'm pretty fucking gutted actually. I think for the last... Four months, it's been all towards this. You know, I've raced, done some nice races. I've trained, trained really well. And all the kind of uh, signs said, we're pointing the right direction. People I spoke to within the team, point the right direction. And, uh, but maybe it's a bit my naivety really, is that I thought I was more in the door than I really was. Uh, and yeah, I think, you know, you have setbacks in life and in sport, don't you? But I think what you got to remember is, you know, it's a, it's a bike race and let's keep things in context. Um, but that being said, you know, like a career is full of highs and lows and you can be, you know, going really well, looking forward to great things. And then the next moment told you can't do them great things and you can't go on that, that mission. So yeah, I think the only thing you can really do is just, uh, well, just laugh about it, innit? So feel free to take the piss. I won't bite back. I might <laughs> bite back. Well, I might bite back. But uh, yeah, it, it, you know, you could joke about it. But yeah, deep down, it is pretty gutting. And it does hurt to be, uh, not make the cut. But, you know, they've got eight great blokes there. So. Yeah, it's one of them things, isn't it? Like, like you say, I guess it's more the fact that you kind of um, are going well, good weight, etc., and kind of had no reason to believe it was selection was that close. I guess than what it turned out to be. Um, I guess that's just a combination of the young guys as well. Like, what's his face, uh, Kimbo? Like, he was obviously had a really good start to the year in the classics and that, and just that's continued in Poland. He was. He was super, to be honest. Like, there was one stage where Dupluski and um, Timon rode on the front to get rid of the sprinters. It was maybe 50 guys at the top, even a bit less. And uh, he was there just off the back, 
made it, you know, did a good job at the end, good lead out for Cuarto. Cuarto didn't quite have the legs to finish it off, but yeah, it's just one of those things, isn't it? And like you say, that's just sport. That's, it's brutal. And, you know, yeah, that's the call that's been made and I'll definitely miss you, mate. Appreciate um, it. Because, yeah, we've, we've done quite a few good, uh, well, not just Grand Tours, but just races together. But yeah, it's one of those things, isn't it? And, Pavel was in the same boat. Pavel was, um, he's done at least four weeks of altitude since the Giro in preparation for this. And he was kind of thinking that he's going to be there as well. Um, but yeah, it, it all changed. And um, yeah, he was he was cut basically, left out. And I spoke to him briefly or messaging and kind of said to him, it was just like, mate, it's brutal. But at the same time, you've done all this work now and for him, he can be pissed off and angry at the team and sort of just roll around at a few races now and see the season out. You know, he's leaving, he's going to UAE and then he can start again. But I was like, at the same time, mate, you've done all this work now. You're going well. You know, look at the calendar, look at what races really sort of like turn you on and make you want to go there and put in a good performance and, you know, be selfish and go for your own goals and really try and take a positive from it now you know and go to some races try to win so and I think that's what he's going to do so that'll, that'll be good that'll be interesting to see how he how he goes really but um, it's just it's just hard isn't it it's just yeah as we keep saying cutthroat and what Steve Peters always used to say to me was life's not fair and the sooner you accept that the better because it doesn't always happen as it should sometimes or as you think it should and yeah it's easy to say when it's not you, but it's yeah, kind of, you, yeah, well, you always get fucking selected. You yeah, always get so. selected. Ooh, geez, mate. Geez, <laughs> 2020 tour did, mate. No, no, no. <laughs> um, but no, you're right, mate. And I think, you know, when they called me, your first reaction is like, oh, for fuck's sake, and a bit of anger. Not any, not anyone in particular, just like, what? Yeah, and the reason is, like, why didn't I get selected? Because I'm not good enough. Like, the best eight guys went. I wasn't in the cut. All right, whatever. But your first reaction is, like, for fuck's sake. But then, like you say, it's like you either mope around feeling sorry for yourself or you go, well, I prepared for it. I'm going well. Make hay while the sun shines. And I just just said to Kath, right, I'm going to go to the fridge and open a bottle of wine and I drink it. Well, with her. I didn't drink the whole thing. Then I'm going to go out. (laughs) <laughs> on the town and I'm going to send it I got home in the early hours of the morning had a hangover day and the next afternoon I was like right that's it now that's done get on with it now and uh, yeah, back yeah, to that, it. yeah just after you know I kept my head down so after a long time of that just uh, you know open the release valve send it and now that's it now new program um, I'm not actually going to say what races I'm doing because I don't want another Homer Simpson in the hedge moment, but I've got <laughs> but I've got a nice program. You know, the team's given me the next best thing to ride in the Vuelta. Um, so yeah, I got a nice program, and I hope I can fulfil that program. But I can, I can. Yeah, like the Plusky. Sorry, I was going to say the Plusky was saying. Um, you know, for climbers, it's it's harder. Like you're talking about Pavel. Like for climbers, it's harder. Like. There's no real nice races um, like the Vuelta this time of year, but I don't know. There's still there's still good races in there, like especially Pavel. Like he's not a pure climber. Like for you, it's different again because you're not 
you can be competitive in sort of anything. But with him, he can still look at one day races and even Tour of Britain or I don't know what it's going to be. Maybe he'll do Canada, Plouet, that sort of program. But it's still a, a lot to go at, isn't there? Exactly, mate. And like, like you say, I think with stuff like this, you can also get too caught up in it. And sometimes just like you just take a step back and you go, right, I have been selected for a bike race. All right, cool. And it is what it is. Like, yeah, exactly. And I had a message off someone and it was like they were saying, like, condolences, you know? And I, and I almost laughed to myself. I was like, yeah, it, I'm all right. Like, it's all right. It's a bike race, you know? So, uh, yeah, shit. But like we say, crack on. And, uh, and, you know, there's eight great blokes there. And we'll take a short break and we can run through those th- eight great blokes and talk about your own aspirations here at mindset win we want to give you the tools to become better at what you do taking inspiration and wisdom from our guests we will hear stories strategies tips and tricks told by leading names in sport and beyond who know what it takes to get to the very top there will be two episodes each week packed with amazing stories and practical takeaways for us all to follow Search for Mindset Win on YouTube and on your favorite podcast app. Be still my strength and strength and right, so first great bloke, me. I'm going to the Walter. I'm great, aren't I? What a guy. What a guy. Ooh, ooh. G's got selected again. Isn't that great? <laughs> L- um, life is fair after all. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah so it's me Diplusky, Diamond Egan Pipo Kim Omar and Castro yeah that's the team pretty strong team you know just thinking of that TTT it's, that's a decent you know if you're putting a TTT team together in our team quite a few of those guys would be in it wouldn't they more than half yeah. Like, yeah, like if it was just a TTT, I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Okay, you might, you, you would put Josh in it, but, um, Quiato. Off my head now. Oh, Quiato. Um, but a lot of the other guys would still make it, you know, Castro and obviously Pipo. You, Dabrowski. time and probably be around yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, strong team. Obviously, Pipo. Having a having a great year. Obviously, would love to have won the worlds, the TT, but was close. But he can get revenge there. There's a 24k TT, I think, in the Vuelta. Um, Kim. It was obviously, as we've said, moved on a lot. Like we did Canada with him last year, didn't we? Yes. Yeah, and like it was night and day between him there and. Uh, and Poland recently. Um, so, yeah, he's got a great opportunity. I think he was surprised as well from what Steve said. Like, when he when he found out, Kim was like, what? That's a, you know, and like, a nice... He Yeah, like you say, he stepped up massively this year and he's at that stage of his career where just needs that grand tour to go to the next, le- next level as well, maybe. Like in the classics mm. next year and... He, he's been unlucky as well there was a race he should have won back I did with him um, day after San Remo he should have won that one as well and got 
taken out. But he's had a yeah, he's had a great season, hasn't he? And he'll kind of be no, I guess him and people will be like the flat dudes. Yeah, yeah, primarily. And then you kind of got Omar and Castro, sort of like flat to well, even high mountains with Castro. So um, yes, you got four real versatile guys there. Um, well, the Plusky as well, to be honest. Like in the Giro, he's riding every day. He did something every day. Um, but then obviously we got the four sort of climbers then with Egan, myself, Timon and, and the Plusky. So it's, uh, yeah, it's going to be so a decent little team. We've, we spoke about Kim. Let's work from the flat to the mountains. So we've covered Kim, mm-hmm. Ghana, TTT, TT, obviously massive two days for him. Other than that, yeah, it's just all the hard yards, isn't it really? Yeah, like if there's any dodgy days. Like I remember, do you remember in the Giro with when Egan won and they went over like some sort of plateau and there was crosswinds, which was, there's hardly ever crosswinds in Italy, is it? No. In the Giro, but, um, but I just remember seeing him like ripping the race to shreds. Like he's just got that in him, man, he, that he can be real useful if there's anything like that around. Um, and on his day, and in he can Giro, even climb like if he wants to. Yeah. Those medium mountain days and stuff and, like in the Giro, he got me out of the out of the shit twice. I think, like in the first few days, there was one day, the first stage maybe there was a big crash, kind of just got through it, but I was at a standstill, and then he came past and mate, I think that's the hardest kilometer of my life. Yeah, trying to hold his wheel, or well, certainly this year, it was unreal. Like I was just there, just anyway. I think I've gone through that before anyway. And then there was another time into Naples I think it was Napoli and uh, I had a puncher or something and then he brought me back and stuff so he's just useful for all that type of jazz as well you know and um, so yeah he'll be a big and then also he can just he can just win on a lot of days can't you really uh, well you know unless mm. it's a big big mountain um, depends how the the team is is it like all for GC on more stages but I guess it'd be you know GC but then if the opportunity is there take a stage he can also win along the way can't he yeah yeah definitely like that Giro in that I crashed out of the Covid one um, when Teo won they, he won maybe four stages there yeah. three TTs and then a road stage as well so um, yeah when he's going he's good so he'll be he'll be massive um, and there's Omar I think he's won a stage before has he won a stage in every Grand Tour uh, he definitely has in the Tour and I bet good money on the Vuelta I don't know about Giro. Yeah, I think maybe maybe Tour of Welter he's won at, yeah. I think. Mm. Yeah, I'll, let's go with that. He's versatile though, isn't he? He can do everything really. Um, and as you say, he's 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 got a win in him as well. So, um, yeah, he'll be good to have around. Yeah. No, I, like you say, he ticks all them boxes, doesn't he? And also a bit of Spanish as well. So he, he'll have that extra little like motivation, won't he? when he's around home roads and he'll know roads and that's always useful like having people actually know the roads and stuff and you know him Castro yeah I think they'll be source that good handy in that regard source that good uh, sorry source the good ham on for the dinner table know, know which ones exactly to buy. yeah know the good wines yeah around and then Castro I mean he's a man who needs a little introduction really and he's one of the most bang for your buck domestiques out there on the market he can yeah, no, he can hold. He'll finish top 20. 
Hey, he'll finish top sure. 20. All right, like in the tour. Yeah, he's top 20 in every grand tour. Top mate. 20 in every grand tour. Probably more there. of a pure, pure domestique to a guy who can grab a stage, maybe. I'd say he's just, uh, like in terms of a domestique, he is, you know, one of the best on the market. Can he win within the race? Potentially not, but as a domestique, he's just, he and for such yeah. a small guy, Do you he know, can, mad fact about him. Never won a road Sorry. race. The button. Yeah, never won a road stage, but he's got about 10 wins. They're all in TTs. Eight of them National are the Spanish TT nationals. In... <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. He was European um, champion, wasn't he, as well? TT. Could well have been, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think he was, yeah. That's the thing with the TTT as well. I don't think anyone wants to sit behind him. As you were saying, he's so small. No. No. True. That's an interesting fact. Never won a road stage. Well, there you are. That backs up my point of... Maybe not a win within a winner, but domestique wise. <laughs> he was second. Fantastic. Second in the tour recently. But yeah. Great domestique. And I think he's good for like Egan as well. Um I think they're quite close and you know, the whole Spanish Yeah. Well language anyway. Well, I've never met a bloke who goes that Castroveo, he's a bit of a knob, isn't he? He's a like he's just a likable <laughs> yeah. guy, isn't he? Like every, everyone loves a Castro. Um Yeah. And then moving on to more pure goat territory. Who's next in line? Arisman. Egan. 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 Making his... Uh, well, he's still on his big comeback, isn't he, really? Like, okay, he's raced, yeah, but I was, he's still on the comeback. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to lie. I was surprised he wanted to do the Walter. I thought, as you say, he's still on his comeback. Like, he's done really well to make the tour. And, yeah, he... he he might have started with aspirations to try and ride GC, but he, you know, once he was out of that, he he sat up and you know rode for the team and was, from what I hear, real real good asset to the team as well, and and always you know gave everything he had for the team. Um, but I was surprised, like after his injuries and stuff, I thought he might just want to um, do some other races and whatever, and you know after doing the tour and whatever. But he's keen. He's, um, but we all know his quality, um, what he can do. You know, he's won two Grand Tours, crying out loud. So, um, Tour being one of them. So, you sound yeah. like such an old Class man. Rider. You sound like such an old man. You said <laughs> for, cr for crying out loud. Did you honestly just say that? <laughs> do you know who you sounded like? Carlton Kirby. Who's that? You just sounded like Carlton no. Kirby. Yeah, yeah, he always says that. <laughs> Uh, Look at the strength of the man. Look at the strength of the man. He's won two Grand Tours for crying out loud. Yeah, right, Kirby. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah, all right. For crying out yeah. loud. How old are you? 90. <laughs> uh, feeling 90 at the minute, mate. Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. Uh, yeah, moving on. Arisman. I've never raced with him. Just a go, isn't he? Strong. No? Dutch. Yeah. Yeah, he's... Um quality he's only 23 um typical sort of young guy at the moment you know just actually he's not he's not but like you know he's he's proper dialed and he's you know on it and he's committed and you know he's had a sixth in the Volta last year sixth in the Giro this year um super talented strong guy he could be up there this year again um he's he's super light as well at the minute um hope he hasn't pushed it too much but He's uh he's lean, he's mean, and he's ready. So, um, 
Yeah, and he's super motivated. So I think he's he'll go well. And then we have the plus. The plus key. Mm. Done four weeks in altitude they the since the, the Giro. And, uh, and again, another guy worth his weight in gold. He can win within the race as well. I mean, he's won Eneco Tour for crying out loud. Um, <laughs> and we've seen how good he was in the Giro. Um, after a few yeah. tough years, he's just bounced back and he's just as good as ever. Maybe better than ever. Yeah. So, um, yeah, be a great asset for you. And can win within the race. You know, if if on any given day, you know, he's pretty versatile. So, yeah, another great addition. And then yourself, Garrett. Garrett Thomas. Yeah, just one more thing about Timon and Dupluski. They've done four separate altitude camps. First one in January. They're in Tenerife for two weeks and then this altitude hotel for another week. So, three weeks in total, pretty much. Uh, three weeks in Sierra before Giro. More or less three weeks, maybe a bit less, in Andorra before this. And then uh, Dupluski came here for a week and Timon was in Andorra because that's where he's living. So that's mad, though. That's mad, isn't it? The way the sport is. Like over 10 weeks or around 10 weeks at altitude this year. That's mad. Are they are they single by any chance? No. No, no. but I think they will be soon. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm just I'm just glad that uh, I've only got well however long left but yeah, yeah. <sighs> if I was like 23 now and having to do that like I'd obviously do it and you commit to it but it'd be hard to ride, race your bike for 17 years pro I think well it'd be hard for me yeah they won't yeah. The, the, the career is going from 20 to 30 nowadays mate this generation who are turning pro now make massive money done by 30 the times yeah. are changing. I just got a little stat in from our stat man. So Omar has won a stage at the Giro and the Tour. And a couple oh. of years back, he was second on the stages of Welter. So as close to the triple as you can get. So uh, yeah. it's there for the taking. But G, moving on to the last man, yourself. What's uh, mm. what's the plan, mate? You know, you said brief, brief, uh, briefly go into it, get everything you can out of it and... Yeah, what are we thinking? Same, really. I think just go there, try and get the best result possible, you know. Um, same attitude as kind of always had, really, you know. I've put in as much work as I could now after the Giro. Um, it's kind of weird, the sensations at the minute, because I've never really done, well, I haven't done this program before. I feel a bit unsure sometimes, but then this last week in Isla, definitely been moving all right so we'll just see how it goes just get stuck into it enjoy it um and see what we can do out of it and i think for the team as well obviously gc is a goal but i think um i'm also quite keen for everyone to take an opportunity if it comes for them as well you know um yeah just just try and you know as we say win within the race but look at stages and you know obviously there's days where you know so-called satellite riders like jumbo tend to always have guys in the break and, you know, drop back to help. Or if we could have something similar, but those boys can actually win, go for the win, um, or potentially could, you know, come back and help if needed. So I think just be aggressive with it, have a bit of, enjoy and have fun. You know, it's easy to say, oh, go and have fun and just enjoy it. But 
when it's super hard, it's hard really, isn't it? But I think um, it's a decent group. Uh, hopefully we can gel pretty quickly because we haven't ridden, a lot of us haven't ridden together. Well, I've ridden with everyone because obviously I've been around for donkeys now, but like time and the Plusky, that Giro squad was pretty tight knit. Obviously it's a quite a big change now. So, but I think, um, yeah, that's the main thing for us. The whole, how we race together, communication and all that jazz and, um, you know, on the road and afterwards and not being, you know, not getting upset if somebody sees it differently to how you see it and stuff. So as in tactics or how you race or what you did in the race and all that jazz. So, um, but yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Maga, mate. Maga, I think, uh, yeah, we'll still crack on with our pods, I think, won't we? I'll, uh, bit of a different spin to what I expected. Expected to be sat next to you, but it'll be uh, on the old internet. You can always come out, mate. You can always come out to a rest day. Do a Fuck live that. rest day pod. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, so you're in Germany now. You do Hamburg and tour Germany, right? Yeah, man. Hamburg tomorrow. We had um, we had a great pre-race ride today. So we stopped at the Swatch shop. You know the watches, Swatch. Yeah. You probably won't know this, but they did a, a collab with Omega. So you get these Omega Swatch watches. A few people might yeah. know what I'm talking about, but they're quite hard to get. And we pulled up outside this Swatch shop, and uh, we all went in and we all bought a Swatch. So we all got new watches. So it was a great pre-race ride. Um, <laughs> nice that was eventful race tomorrow uh, Hamburg we got Aaliyah Viviani who's won the race three times we got Ethan making his return after crashing out in Dauphiné and then next week I got uh, Deutschland Tour Tour Germany so like you say when's that start Wednesday we yeah, are Wednesday to Sunday five days um, yeah. and we got Ethan there and like you said before we got Pavel there so yeah just give them boys everything I got see how we end up and uh, yeah and then on to some other races quality be good mate be good alright well good luck with that I hope you um, hope you make it to Deutschland tour <laughs> mate don't start no I hope I don't make it to Deutschland tour last minute for Vuelta <laughs> yeah it is a oh. great race that to be fair Deutschland tour it's good isn't it it's good yeah. won it last year who's got number one someone who won it Oh, Yates Yates won it, didn't he? Ah, he did, didn't he? Yeah. Do that. But, uh, say, oh, you cut me from the Walter. Give me number one at least, you bastards. Yeah, that yeah, should be go number on. one. Go on. Or, or at least like poster boy on GCN again. Something. Yeah. Give me something, uh, people. Give me something. <laughs> All right, well, mate. I like them, but yeah, we'll we'll catch up again before the Vuelta. Chew the chew the chew the fat. Get into this Vuelta a bit more detail. Favorites, jersey winners, stages, all that jazz. Um, mega have a good one but sounds cheers but ciao 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 bye bye
place where you belong.